History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its Decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started and it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews. Happy Sunday morning and welcome to the Sunday Brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Oh my gosh, we got such a great show for you today. A lot of it will be focused on the border because I think it's so important. We're going to start off, though, with Congressman Rich McCormick. He's a Marine and a special operator, an emergency room doctor, now a member of Congress from Georgia, and I think one of the most thoughtful people in Congress. He has a lot to say about Joe Biden, the presidency, the border, the Robert Hur report. He'll kick us off with a very vigorous discussion. Congressman McCormick, really one of the great thinkers in Congress. He's a newcomer to Congress, but he is getting a lot of attention early. And we'll start there. Then we'll go down to the border. Two consecutive Arizona congressmen are going to come on. Andy Biggs and Eli Crane. Eli Crane, a special operator in his first term in Congress. They're going to talk about the border, the drug crisis, the lack of action by Joe Biden, and the failure of action by House and Senate Republicans. Two great interviews back to back. We're going to have a lot of food for thought before we're done with that. And then Derek Maltz, the former special operations chief of the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, he's going to talk to us about the extraordinary failures, extraordinary unwillingness of influencers in Hollywood and the music industry to use their power of persuasion to fight against the fentanyl crisis that is killing tens of thousands of Americans a year. Actually, well over 100,000, it looks like now. It's a serious issue. We did a whole special on this not that long ago. Derek Maltz is going to call out the influence and say, where are you? We need your esteem, your influence, your reputations to educate and fight against the scourge. Derek Maltz knows the scourge firsthand. He's been on the front lines of the drug war for a very long time. And then we'll wrap up with Dr. Jeff Gunter. He is President Trump's former ambassador to Iceland. He's running for a Senate seat in Nevada, and everyone is excited about Nevada 
in the Republican world, people in the Democrats, not so excited because the polling doesn't look so good. Dr. Gunther will tell us why Republicans are doing so well, why Hispanics are moving towards Republicans and Trump, blacks, union workers, service union workers. Jeff Gunther, great straight shooter when it comes to what he's seeing on the ground in Nevada. And he's doing quite well in that Senate race. So keep an eye on him. All right. That is our Sunday brunch edition. What a great lineup. Congressman McCormick, Congressman Biggs, Congressman Crane. The DEA's Derek Maltz and Dr. Jeff Gunther, former ambassador and now current U.S. Senate candidate in Nevada. We're going to have a great Sunday discussion. And no discussion like Sunday discussion is complete without a shout out from my good friends at Factor. As you know, I put a lot of effort into making my health better these last year or so. And one of the ways is to make sure that when I'm under stress and have little time to go make healthy food, I don't fall backwards, right? I don't go and say, ah, get a heart attack in a sack at one of the fast food restaurants. Mm-mm, gotta stop that, right? Well, my friends at Factor Meals have made it easy to stop that. They have extraordinary meals, doctor selected, chef prepared. They cook in less than three minutes. I cook mine in about two minutes and I feel good. I eat healthier. I don't fall to the fast food prey and that is something that is really very special for my friends at Factor Meals. They make eating better every day easier. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's also over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that you can add to your weekly meal plan, food that's ready in a couple of minutes. So you're busy, but you can eat healthy. You don't have to Go for the junk food. Don't have to go to the fast food restaurant. Don't have to go to the fatty stuff that we normally fall to. This is great stuff. And I'm so grateful for my friends at Factor Meals who do this. So what's really special is Factor Meals is going to give you half off your first order. Did you hear that? Half off your first order. You don't get half off anything. You don't get any discounts these days. The economy's so inflated, right? Well, Factor Meals has done it. All you got to do is go to factormeals.com slash justnews50. Factormeals.com slash Just News and then the number 5050. Use the promo code Just News 50 and you're going to get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box while subscriptions are active. That's the code Just News 50 at Factormeals.com slash Just News 50. You get 50% off your first box and two free wellness shots per box. It's a great deal. Go check them out. Say thank you to them for supporting Just the News and John Solomon reports and all the other great ventures that we have here in the Justin News family. All right, let's take that quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Congressman Rich McCormick. Oh, man, he's a great interview. Buckle your seatbelt when you come back. He's got a lot to say. We'll have that after these messages. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time 
IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner and bam, your home is not in your name and all of a sudden debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Welcome back, America. We've got another great member of Congress who's making a big difference every day in the halls of the House. Congressman Rich McCormick represents Georgia's 6th Congressional District, and he serves on the important committees of House Foreign Affairs, as well as a select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. All those are doing very important stuff. Congressman, great to have you back on the show. Good to be with you today. So I want to get your top line. Uh, We now have the Justice Department saying that the current president uh, kept, knowingly kept and willfully kept the classified documents. He shared those documents with an author who didn't have the clearance to have them. And some of those documents are really sensitive, like Afghanistan, military issues, sources and methods. And then records of his conversations with the Ukraine prime minister right around the time he fired, he forced the firing of the prosecutor that was looking at Hunter Biden's Burisma company. I want to get your top line as you absorb everything that Robert Hur told us uh, today. Think about the hypocrisy involved in this. Think about all the Democrats. Uh, we were just talking about people who literally stuffed classified documents down their pants and made an excuse. Hillary Clinton, who was subpoenaed on information that would literally be prosecuted for a any person in the military, destroyed evidence, just didn't, went against the subpoena power. Uh, we're talking about uh, Biden and something he openly admitted on TV that he did that was absolutely impeachable and absolutely unethical and, and against everything that you do in office. And yet they want to go after Trump for something that really was benign, that has nothing to do with anything that he's being prosecuted for other than having some documents, not stuff that could actually be used against him legally for something he broke the law on. Uh, this is an unbelievable double standard of justice, and it shouldn't be excused. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's an interesting dichotomy because, you know, you look at the polling and everybody has seen this reflected in, in practically every national poll. Every time they go after President Trump, his polling increases. And it seems that every time they don't go after Joe Biden, it's the same effect. So, you know, he doesn't go to jail. He doesn't even have to stand trial. Um, but politically speaking, I, I feel like there is 
there's practically no way that people down the middle and maybe even some folks on the left see this for exactly what it is. The people are stupid. They can see the double standard. They can see that uh, one side is absolutely given an excuse. The other side is actually lambasted. We can see that when Ted Cruz talked about the bias in, in media and he interviewed a professor who was a liberal professor and talked about the two points, at least two points, that was years ago that this makes a difference. And think about how narrow each election cycle is. When you have a two-point advantage just based on the way that media covers the news, that is a tremendous amount of uh, leverage when it comes to elections and power. And, and right now, the Democrats are using it to be king of the ashes. Yeah, yeah that's a great mm -hmm. point. So you've served your country in so many capacities in the military uh, as an emergency room doctor, now in the halls of Congress. Uh, the Justice Department's top prosecutor in this case said Joe Biden had such a bad memory, he couldn't remember when he was vice president, he couldn't remember when his son died, uh, and that that was a good reason not to prosecute him because he would look sympathetic as a feeble old man in front of a jury. I just want to get your reaction to that application of justice. <laughs> Let's put the justice aside for a second. I'm an ER doc. By trade, I, I, you walk in the room, you can look at this guy. Every time he's on TV, he looks confused. Yeah. Every time he talks, he's confused. If he's not taken by the arm and shown where to go, he doesn't know where to walk. He could be at the White House and try to go through the wrong entrance. He could be on stage and not know which direction to go. He doesn't know who's standing next to him. He doesn't even know where he's going most of the time. This is just a confused old man. Now, the whole problem with the whole prosecution issue is I'm more concerned about presidential decisions. We're talking about a guy who has the keys to nuclear arms. You're talking about a guy who makes decisions on who to attack and who to defend and who to support and has to make a defense of our policy, foreign and domestic. This is a guy who couldn't sell his, his plan to anybody right now. I think the Democrats are starting to realize that in a very real way. And the question is, who will they replace him with? Yeah, that's a, that's that right. is the question. Um, Congressman, as an ER doctor, I imagine that there are some other things that are very readily apparent to you when you walk in and encounter a patient, things like gender. And while illegal immigration still is the number one issue in this country, uh, all of the woke garbage surrounding gender fluidity and all of this stuff going into schools, especially for parents, it's a major issue. And yesterday was, I want to make sure I get the title right, National Girls and Women in Sports Day, a very, very important day considering the zeitgeist we are in. Tell us why that's so important to you. So I was actually with Riley Gaines yesterday yeah. and uh, with a group of gay, uh, a gals who were really standing up for their rights. And I've always said, look, I'm not going to be able to fight this like the women. Uh, the, once the women decide that they don't want to have all their scholarships taken, all the awards given, all the contracts given, once they don't want to have men dominate a woman's world, then this is going to be over. I mean, this is an insane conversation from the beginning, to me anyways, uh, as a bystander who's just waiting for women to wake up and defend themselves against an invasion by men who want to be women. How do they even know what they want to be if they've never actually been a woman? Uh, I've watched rugby tournaments where a, a man gets to play against women, and I've watched them pile drive a woman. I've watched MMA fighters knock out a woman. Do we really want to see men knocking out women and breaking records and stealing uh, stealing scholarships? Is that really where we're at in society after fighting for women's rights for so many years? Is that what we've come to? I think this is a great topic that we're on the winning side of once again. Yeah, yeah there's mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Uh, sir, I know there's a lot of questions about the current stewardship of the Pentagon. You served in uh, uniform bravely for our country. Uh, can you give us your top line on Lloyd Austin and the state of the Pentagon from recruitment to readiness in the field? 
Yeah, I, I remember talking to the sergeant major of the army who still owes me 100 push-ups because he said he's going to make his uh, recruiting goals. Uh, <laughs> I laughed at him. I said, you guys are recruiting the wrong kind of people. You're going after the wrong kind of genre. You can't recruit people who don't, who, who don't think patriotically. Uh, one of the things we've had as an advantage is family lineages of, of people who want to be in the military because their father was in the military or their mother was in the military. That's going away because right now nobody wants to go into a woke military system. We want warriors. You want to know why the Marine Corps recruits better than anybody else, why they're the only ones making uh, ends when it comes to recruiting goals? It's because we go after the warriors. We go after a class yeah. of people who actually believe in this country, who would give their life for this country, who want the challenge. Uh, I don't want to bring somebody in who's going to get just a scholarship or, or just an advantage in the job market. I want somebody who actually wants the challenge. That's the best thing about that Marine Corps sticker that's on the back of our car. We have more Marine Corps stickers on the back of cars than any other services combined, but it's a small service. Why is that? Because we make it hard. We make you want it. We make you earn it. And that's the kind of person you go after in recruiting. When you make this about whatever political policy you want to make it, nobody wants that. And if you get that kind of person in the military, they're not going to serve you well anyways. If you're bringing them in to have a transgender surgery, you're not going to be useful to me. You're never going to need to be deployed and somebody else is going to have to deploy in your place. And I have to figure out what to say and how to say it. That's not the warrior's way. All right, a double trip down to the border. First up, our good friend Andy Biggs down in Arizona. He'll join us after the commercial break. Folks, Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, plus veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutritional-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. If you're like me and have a busy schedule that the last thing you want to worry about is what to eat or having to go to the grocery store, Factor makes it easy. As they are flexible to your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, usually in just two minutes. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash justnews50 and use the promo code justnews50 to get 50% off. That's the code justnews50 at factormeals.com. One more time, factormeals.com slash justnews50. Use the justnews50 code and you will get 50% off your first order. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. 
He's a member of the House Oversight Committee, one of the most important voices when it comes to our southern border. And quite frankly, for any common sense in Washington, he is Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman, good to have you back on the show, sir. Oh, both of you are too kind to me. It's good to be with you. We good love to be with you. We love having you on. Our audience loves having you on because we get the straight talk. And I want to start with the new uh, uh, impeachment information we learned this morning. This uh, basically bankruptcy representative for AmeriCorps basically says, I don't know any paperwork that shows that James Biden did anything for the money. There's not even paperwork for the loan. I can't even tell you why he had the title he had. Does this look like one of those no-show jobs? It sure does. And uh, thank you guys for breaking that story. Um, this is something that we were on to for a while in our committee. Um, and the interesting thing is James Biden, the Biden whole family uh, enterprise, not one of them can come up with any documentation to show, if, certainly with regards to AmeriCorps, that James Biden did any work for them um, other than this murky thing of cons cons consultant, but nobody really there's nothing in documentation to show when he did it, how he consulted, uh, what he had to say. And there certainly is no evidence of loans given to him or documentation of loans. Because remember, the reason that that's critical is because he's getting money from Hunter Biden Enterprises, uh, $200,000 here, $40,000 there. And it says in the memo, loan repayment. For what? For what? And so the, right. the, it's... It's a congeries. It's a congeries of crazy, um, a, 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 an attempt to actually launder money, hide money. And the thing with AmeriCorps is pretty stinky because that ends up going bankrupt and nobody can tell us what he did. Yeah, it's pretty extraordinary. Right. Mm. Well, and, and outside of what your committee has learned and brought to light, I don't think anyone's really even heard of AmeriCorps anyway. But with respect to Lion Hall, that consulting firm of, of James Biden's, uh, the one for which um, Ms. Fox can't seem to locate any actual services rendered. Um, have, have you noticed anything or have you found anything with respect to Lion Hall that it was a substantial business? No, we, we, we really haven't, which is which is interesting because. At the same time, that's going on. Don't forget, he's he's creating and constructing um, uh, federal housing in foreign countries and receiving lots of money there. But nothing nothing indicates that that this this business was actually a real business. I mean, let's let's just face it. What is the product he was selling? Yeah. That's a great question. Mm -hmm. And we may never get an answer because maybe there was no product. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Congressman, I want to ask a little bit about uh, the money trail to President Biden. You've, you found some examples. Have any of the recent witnesses given you any other insight as to where money could have come in from all these you know, LLCs and somehow get to the benefit of Joe Biden? Do you have any other leads beyond the good ones that you've already put out to the American public? Uh, you know, what's happened with the latest ones, let, let's take, for instance, Kevin Morris, the the connoisseur of art that gave seven million dollars to uh, Hunter Biden. Um, and then later, after he was giving him this money, decided to get a promissory note because that he thought that was required under the California attorney's ethics. Um, there is nothing. They did a pretty good job. I mean, it's just like uh, uh, the CEO, Burisma, said, uh, I've hidden this money so much nobody will ever be able to, it'll take him 10 years to figure out I uh, was even tied to Joe Biden, that type of thing. They've done a pretty good job, but when they come in to testify, 
their memory gets a little hazy uh, on things and they don't recall or they don't answer um, and they they kind of def, de, deflect us away. But the, be sure to understand that that any benefit to Hunter Biden um, also inured to the benefit of Joe Biden. Why is that important? Because Hunter Biden himself said in his book and elsewhere, he was providing uh, resources to his fam- his father. Yeah, that's right. He did. Mm. Uh, man, if you could just, I want to follow one thing. Is there enough evidence now that the committee should uh, subpoena the president's own bank and financial records? Do you have enough cause to do that now? Oh, I think so. I, I just, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me, but I think you do. <laughs> and I think you have to get to the bottom of it and that's where you're going to find it. Um, yeah. you know, we used to. I used to think that he was clever enough to have this in some kind of a foreign overseas account would be very difficult for us to get. I'm not so sure about buy that anymore. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Yes, sir. Um, I, I know that you've got some big testimonies coming up, closed-door testimonies, of course, from Tony Bobolinsky, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. And I would also imagine that the information you glean from each testimony, you're going to use that to build on with each subsequent testimony and questioning. But I wanted to ask you about Tony Bobolinsky specifically, because I think he's probably going to have some pretty... Uh, substantial information to share with you about the genesis of the relationship with CEFC. Um, and you now, I think, have two witnesses now, Rob Walker and Tony Bobolinsky, who have attested to the fact that, in fact, there there was some communication with Joe Biden while he was still in office. Do you think that they were possibly stupid enough to record any of the details of that meeting? And if not, how much more juice do you think you can squeeze from the Tony Bobolinsky lemon regarding the, the meeting that took place while Joe Biden was in office? I'm not sure there was a recording, but I don't like to call Tony Bobolinsky a lemon because I think um, he's more like the, the the fruit of a very ripe tree because he has a lot of information <laughs> to give. And I think I think, uh, you know, he's going to in my review of all the things that he has said, there is some stuff that is pretty obviously damning and it's actually been substantiated by everybody from uh, Devin Archer, uh, Rob Walker, all all these guys have substantiated what Tony Bobolinsky said. He wasn't the only one. Also, the the whistleblowers also substantiated what right. Bobolinsky said. What I'm telling you is, he has got more information to give. I think he's going to give it, and I think it's 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 one that you can rely on. It's it'll be uh, information you can rely on because. His track record has proven to be unshakable with other witnesses and other substantiating evidence. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that's definitely true. You look at the statements he's made in public, they've all been substantiated. Sir, I want to turn to another project that you've been involved with. You joined several lawmakers yesterday to argue for a resolution uh, to declare that uh, Congress to declare that President Trump didn't incite an insurrection. Tell us why that's important to you personally and why it would help the country. Well, uh, okay, on a personal level for me, um, to watch the the political witch hunt that has gone on against President Trump is just outrageous to me. Um, and it is it is political. And the second thing is, it uh, what's gone on with the left-wing media using the term insurrection because they know it has a legal uh, significance, uh, they bastardized that term. Even Christopher Wray, in an exchange with Eric Swalwell in the Judiciary Committee in 2021, said, well, you know, I can't use that term. I'm paraphrasing, of course. He said, I can't use that term because I have to use a legal definition. 
And so they crafted a narrative. And I'll tell you the third thing is they've tried to rope everybody who was for a, a decertification, 141 plus members. Right. Um, and and we were doing the same thing Democrats had done. They used the process for to try to decertify President Trump's election, et cetera. But now, because we moved to decertify, we are somehow insurrectionists. And they've used that in a very uh, narrative building turn, uh, way. And so I look at it and I say, when you start trying to suppress people from being able to vote because you think Donald Trump's going to win, because I think that's really the motivation of this, that they're, they're so scared he's going to win that you start actually filing lawsuits claiming he's an insurrectionist and under the 14th Amendment, he should be uh, uh, ineligible to be elected president. I, I tell you, you've gone over the line. You know, it's one thing to call me an insurrectionist. I can take it. I've got thick skin. You can even call President Trump an insurrection. He's got thick skin. But it's quite another thing to try to use something that is has absolutely no legal significance, no legal meaning whatsoever, and try to use that to uh, prevent the Republican Party nominee, Donald Trump, from getting being able to be on the ballot. Then I say, shame on you. And it's time for us to really go after it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't seem to be acting like people who know they are going to win in November. Uh, sir, I wanted to ask you about this letter that you and a number of your House colleagues, along with Senator J.D. Vance, sent to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, uh, demanding answers regarding Ukraine uh, weapons packages. You know, we obviously all know about the financial failings, the what was it overvaluing by the Pentagon of, of aid that was sent there. Um, and I know that that's an important answer to get from him. But we keep hearing from John Kirby Green Jean-Pierre, we even hear from Joe Biden, although I can't really trust anything he says, considering he can't recall the name Hamas. Um, what are the most important things that you need to hear from the Secretary of Defense? Because, you know, unfortunately, he did have this surgery that took him out for a little while. But he's been back in the office, but he doesn't seem to be present the way that he should be. Well, first of all, you can't believe anything that Karen Jean-Pierre says or what um, John Kirby says either. So. Nothing is being said that's the truth. The reason that we have to go to Secretary Austin is he's still got the title. I agree with you. He's been MIA, um, and we don't know really who's running that ship ever since he got back from his his uh, surgery or wherever he was. So I'm left with this. We have got to get to the bottom of where's our money being spent? Where's the material going? Folks, we're going to stay down in Arizona. Another congressman who's made a big mark, even though he's a freshman, former special operator, Eli Crane, congressman from Arizona. We're going to stay on the border discussion. We'll talk about Robert Hur and all we learned this week about Joe Biden, scandals around Joe Biden with Eli Crane right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. 
I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick house nutrition and of course field of greens all you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code just news that's promo code just news at fieldofgreens.com don't wait go to fieldofgreens.com today use the promo code just news for 15 percent off you know what folks stress may be why you can't lose weight if you've got moderate to high stress like i do a doctor formulated weight loss supplement called lean could be your solution Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to dive right back into our conversation because we are joined by a congressman who has tried to do more for the American people uh, than some of his colleagues. For example, just hours ago, the Natural Resources Committee advanced his bill, which would transfer land in Arizona for a veterans center. The center would be a first of its kind in northern Arizona and would provide resources and support to primarily rural veterans and their families. So joining us now is Arizona Congressman Eli Crane. He's a key member who serves, serves on both the House Homeland Security and Veterans Affairs Committee. Congressman, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, John, Amanda. I appreciate it. Yeah, good to be with Congressman, you. Congressman, I want to start with the, the top headline. Uh, well, it, it's the top headline now. Earlier today, it was the Supreme Court. So we'll ask you about that as well. But I want to start with special counsel Robert Hur's what, 345 report that came out basically saying that, you know, President Biden, yeah, he retained and possibly disseminate, well, did disseminate classified information. He's well-meaning, but, but too enfeebled to, to, for this to go any further. So, um, Joe Biden wins because he doesn't have to stand trial. He wins because he there's not the potential of going to jail. And but I do wonder about this for him politically. I think that that's where you get a check in the L column. And I'm asking you what the repercussions will be in November. Well, I think that once again, we see the uh, double standard. And uh, I think this is why you continue to see the polls go the way that they are for President Trump. They realize the uh, heavy double double standard across the board that um, you know, he's been up against. And I think that, you know, it's it's going to really hurt President Biden uh, come November. And I think that it's going to just uh, mean more and more support for President Trump. Yeah, 
I think that's right. It's uh, pretty remarkable. You have been very articulate all your time in Congress arguing about this dual system of justice. And it feels like we have that fresh example today, right? President Trump isn't accused of sharing a classified document. And when he does, he does get charged. Joe Biden knowingly and willfully shared classified information with his ghostwriter, according to Robert Hur, but he's not going to get charged. How do you think people will look at that treatment of two presidents under very similar circumstances? One walks away unscathed. Well, like I said, I think that uh, you're you're seeing more and more like I mean, when you see, you know, Snoop Dogg, who made a video, uh, you know, where he was doing a drive by shooting on President Trump. Um, and now he's saying he's got no beef with President Trump um, and supports President Trump and how great, you know, the president has treated him. You're starting to see, I think, co- even cultural figures start to realize the double standard um, and start to swing uh, President Trump's way. And those folks have a massive following. And I think that it's going to pay dividends for the, the president. And I think that a lot of what you see going on, uh, the attempts from the Democrats who know that they can't beat Trump in a, in a, a fair fight have turned towards lawfare. And I think that uh, I, I think that most of their efforts are going to wind up biting and biting them in the rear uh, come November. Yeah. 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 And and I think you're so keen on mentioning those those cultural references, because I, I can't remember if this was last night or the day before. Uh, but Stephen A. Smith, the sportscaster, came out, someone who has been very critical of President Trump, bringing forward the argument about improv, impoverished Americans as we are allowing illegal immigrants to flood across our border. Fifty three million dollar program in New York where they just hand out. Uh, you know, debit cards to these illegal immigrants there in Arizona. I know that this is going to be the number one issue. Well, and polls have shown across across the country. Um, talk to us about that and the efforts that you are making in your state to make sure that 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 the people of Arizona are paying attention. Well, you know, when I look at this uh, situation, guys, I look at it as an entrepreneur and a, a special operator. And I, I just try and, you know, use as many tools as we have available to us as, you know, a congressman. So obviously, legislatively, that's number one. You know, we passed H.R. 2. Obviously, that's gone nowhere because of this, uh, you know, this Senate and, and the president. You know, then I look at some of the other tools that, that we have available to us. Um, you know, in committee hearings, oversight, you know, we've done everything we can over the last year to bring in experts, you know, witnesses to expose, shine a light on, you know, what uh, Secretary Mayorkas and President Biden have done to completely open up this southern border and create the invasion that we have on the southern border. You know, and then we can also use our platform to for, for more exposure, which I think everybody in Congress on this side of the aisle has tried to do. The last thing that we've tried to do, guys, is we've tried to use the power of the purse, um, you know, to force, um, you know, uh, a shutdown at the southern border. Unfortunately, too many of our colleagues won't participate in this because they feel like it's going to lead to a government shutdown, which they don't feel like we can win politically. I think that they're gravely mistaken. I think that the vast majority of Americans, Republicans, independents and Democrats are with us. Um, and what I hear, what I hear when I talk to my voters all the time, they're furious and they'd be OK with they'd be OK with whatever we had to do to shut this uh, border down. And so you're right. It is the number one issue in the country. It's going to continue to recap 
havoc upon cities, even the cities where the officials and leaders uh, champion, you know, sanctuary cities are starting to feel the pain of it now. And you're, you're seeing reversals from many of them. And so, you know, we we're going to continue to keep the pressure on. We tried to impeach Secretary Mayorkas this last week. Unfortunately, we were unable to do that because a couple Republicans, um, you know, didn't vote alongside of us. You know, I think that was very disappointing to see. But I will say this. I am glad for at least at the bare minimum that I'm a part I'm a part of the political party up here that has representatives that actually think for themselves and, and don't just fall in lockstep and do exactly what they're told. So that goes our way. Sometimes it goes against us sometimes. And it most certainly did this last week with Secretary Mayorkas. Yeah, well, there's no doubt, sir. I want to ask a little bit about the other side of the Capitol. Uh, Mitch McConnell and his lieutenants putting together a bill that really insulted the American people and they had to withdraw it very quickly. But there seems to be, at least among a certain subset of the Republican senators, a failure to distinguish themselves from the Democratic agenda of Joe Biden. They seem to be buying into, hey, 5,000 illegal aliens a day is fine with us. Um, how does that harden the party? How does the party fix that and clean it up so that the party goes united into the fall election with the right message for the American people and the voters of Arizona? Well, it, you know, it goes like this, John. Uh, guys like myself need to call out individuals like Langford um, and, you know, Mitch McConnell, uh, Kristen Cinema and others who, you know, uh, got behind this hor horrible plan. Bottom line, John, Mitch McConnell needs to go. Everybody knows it. Everybody in our party at the grassroots knows it. Um, you know, he is, you know, he absolutely exemplifies the swamp, um, is not in touch with the American people. Um, and once again, he not only showed his weakness, but his incompetence. And uh, I hope he pays a very heavy political price for it. And guys, it has nothing to do with personally how I feel about Mitch McConnell. I don't know him at all, um, but I'm up here and I know a lot of my colleagues are up here to save the country. And if we're going to do that, we cannot have leadership like Mitch McConnell. And once again, we saw it with this disastrous border bill. Anybody and everybody that got behind of it, you know, got behind this bill should be ashamed of themselves because yeah. it's a disaster mm. for the American people. It is. Yeah. You know, John mentioned the insulting effect on the American people with a bill like this. But there is there's a group of Americans who I think are insulted by their government on a daily basis because they're not prioritized by their government. And it's the men and women who who put their lives on the line literally for this nation. Um, and you're one of those folks on Capitol Hill who absolutely champions and fights for veterans rights. And I want to ask you about your bill that was just advanced in your committee regarding the transfer of this land in northern Arizona. Tell us about these veteran centers. No, I think, you know, it's awesome. We were able to take, uh, you know, we were able to take some Forest Service land that wasn't being used, transfer it over to the Gila County and uh, Gila County under you know, some of uh, th their leadership out there, um, you know, they're turning this into a veteran center. And I think it's fantastic, guys, because, you know, a lot of Americans feel left behind right, th right now. We all know that. I think that's especially felt in the veteran community, especially post this Afghanistan withdrawal. So many veterans feel disenfranchised. They feel left behind. They feel like they've come back to a country they don't recognize um, that doesn't really care about them because uh, leaders in Washington don't put Americans first. And so when we can take something that's not being used and turn it into a retreat and uh, a place that, you know, veterans can go for restoration to spend time with their families, you know, often many of them haven't transitioned yet, so they can't afford, you know, to go on vacation. So, 
if they can go to a beautiful place like young Arizona and enjoy the mountains, enjoy the trees, the fresh air, barbecue, spend time with other veterans. It's a fantastic, um, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity. And I'm so proud of the, uh, the folks in Gila County uh, like Woody that have led the, what uh, led this charge here. And I'm proud to get behind it. And I hope it for years to come is just a uh, haven for veterans to go with their families and just retreat. Yeah, really amazing. Sir, I got about 30 seconds. One of the docs, I want to go back to where we started the conversation. One of the documents Joe Biden kept, documents from December 15, his conversations with the Ukrainian prime minister the very week that he was trying to get the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. We know it's a part of impeachment. Important for Congress to get a hold of that document now? Oh, yeah. it's Let's add that one to the very long list of uh, documents that we need to get our hands on. All right, folks, you see influencers always making pitches for public service announcements and good causes on YouTube, on Instagram and TikTok. Well, so few are doing it to fight and speak out against the scourge that is the fentanyl crisis. Derek Maltz wants to call them out. He's the former DEA Special Operations Chief. He'll join us next and explain why right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back, America. President Joe Biden's campaign, along with his administration, have long relied on Hollywood celebrities and social media influencers to deliver important messages to young voters between the ages of 18 and 29 years old. But if you've noticed, the White House nor the Department of Homeland Security has not utilized any of those social influencers to create videos about the state of our southern border or how fentanyl is traversing over the border and creating havoc with American lives. Our next guest used to be the director of the Drug Enforcement Agency's Special Operations Division. He wants to know why the Biden administration isn't calling on their influencers to help educate the public on this very important issue. Joining us right now, Derek Maltz. Derek, great to have you back on the show, my friend. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. 
we, we, we rave over the fact that, well, Taylor Swift's at the NFL and now everybody's watching the NFL games. Uh, we see what TikTok has done to create narratives and, and movements in our country. This is a movement, the fentanyl movement and the families and victims of fentanyl, they've been without many influencers. Why is that? Why aren't more people in the influential business, influence business, able to engage on this? Well, number one, they don't really pay attention to the details. This isn't your normal drug crisis. It's the worst in the history of the country, and it's killing at record levels. And it's a poisoning of our future generation. But what bothers me, John, and you kind of alluded to it, is that the Biden administration, very smartly, they will actually use social media influencers to push out campaign messages, which I applaud them for that. It's very smart hitting the 18 to 26-year-olds, right, that are on Snapchat Instagram, TikTok all day long. The problem is the kids of America are on those same same platforms. So it'd be nice if the White House would use those influences to go after that audience. Now, Joe Biden just blew another opportunity. He was asked to do a, you know, interview for the Super Bowl, right? How many millions are watching the Super Bowl? He could have talked about the Kansas City Chiefs fans that died from fentanyl poisoning. They were deceived to death. He could have sent a powerful message to the world on how dangerous this is. But he opted out because he's being hidden again. They don't want him in the public because he can't really communicate properly. But it's very frustrating for me because I believe these superstar players, the celebrities out there, especially the younger ones, actually all of them, would want to save these kids if they understood the issue. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and they may not care about the details, but we care about the details, which are that in 2023, there were 27,000 pounds of fentanyl across our southern border. That was an 800% increase since 2019. And in 2021, 90% of some 80,000 opioid-related deaths involved fentanyl. Derek, when you look at this bill, this bipartisan border deal out of the U.S. Senate, and you see three times the amount going to Ukraine as opposed to 20 million going to our southern border. I know you have a lot of relationships with family members who have lost loved ones to fentanyl. Does it feel like a slap in the face to those people? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, their biggest complaint is that no one's really paying attention to this. They're now trying to save other kids. They're trying to help other families, and they don't understand why the government is disengaging on this issue. And by the way, since you mentioned the stats, the DEA has very, very good statistics now. They pushed out... The latest number is over 78 million fake pills were seized last year and 12,000 pounds of powder. And remember, let's not forget the DEA administrator said that seven out of 10 pills contain a potentially lethal dose of fentanyl. So, yeah, it's kind of disgusting that we are not putting Americans first. We are putting all these other countries first. And by the way, there's another thing, Amanda, which gets me really cranked up, is that even the FBI director talks so much about the threats that China poses against this country, but yet we are letting Chinese nationals come in at record levels over 24,000 last year. We already have an average of 5,000 a month in the first three months coming into southern border. But what are they doing? Setting up marijuana grow operations, counterintelligence operations, and God knows what else. And how many Chinese nationals that are military aged men are coming in with the Godaways? This is the question that nobody really seems to want to talk about, but that's our national security as they're going into our infrastructure, our financial uh, products, our 
you know, our electricity, all our different infrastructures relying on technology and they have hacking in all these different systems. So how can this be acceptable to anybody that is from America? Like, I don't understand it. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Derek, you helped us a few months ago on what I think is a very important story about all of these Chinese pot farms up in Maine, which, by the way, are all over the country. But Maine was so shocking. Uh, do you have any doubt from the work you've done, the years that you had access to intelligence and chief of uh, operations that China has as part of its American agenda uh, an effort to make as many Americans addicted as possible? Well, I would say they are trying to use different substances to destabilize and destroy America. It's a different type of warfare. We're not used to it. People are not comfortable with talking about this chemical attack. But John, let's talk about the current chemicals that they're sending. It's not just the precursors to make fentanyl. It's not just the fentanyl they're still sending on websites. What about the nitazine, isonitazine, etonitazine, protonitazine, metanitazine, xylazine, and carfentanyl? All of these bath salts now, like Florida's got an epidemic on Utilone coming out of China. There's undercover operations around the country where they order this stuff up on the websites and they deliver it right to America. Those are substances that are very dangerous and lethal, more powerful than fentanyl. And the American public is not connecting the dots that China is also providing the money laundering services for the cartels so they can now buy The Chinese businessmen can now take the cash in America, buy property, buy land, set up their own intelligence operations. It's a joke. How many Americans are buying property all over the Communist Party of China? But yet the Chinese are here eating our lunch, right? And we're sitting here and we're allowing this. It's it's absolutely so sickening. And I can't really explain it any other way. I don't understand the average person that we all are friendly with. We don't care if you're Democrats or Republicans, but do you want to see the destruction of America? Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah. Um, Derek, there is an interesting indicator of of how bad it seems things have gotten at the border. Um, you know, when you hear about historic drug operations, sting operations, you know, the, the during the Cuban Missile Crisis, even historic operations in the mid 90s, it always involves the DEA because the DEA, your former organization, is who concentrates on that type of thing. It's your specialty. What does it say about the border crisis that now CBP is seizing more illicit drugs than the DEA? It's real simple. It shows that the level of production in Mexico is so far off the charts. And CBP is very talented. They have some good technology. They have some diehard, dedicated American patriots. And they're working with their dogs and they're working with all the screening equipment. And I applaud them. They're saving lives every day. Just like law enforcement, you know, you seize a thousand pills that could potentially kill 700 people, according to the DEA administrator. So I am very excited about the work law enforcement's doing, but it's a shame how they don't get supported. We still have this defund the police movement, but it's kind of interesting now in the state of Oregon, they wanted the decriminalization of drugs, but now they're declaring this public health and public safety crisis driven by fentanyl this week. It's a major announcement, governor, mayor, they're all out there. It's disgusting that they started this and now all these sanctuary cities, same thing. 
All right, guys, there's a lot of big Senate races. One of them coming up around the corner. Nevada's in play. The Democrat there in pretty big trouble. And the Republican who's got a good chance of securing the nomination aligned with President Trump, Dr. Jeff Gundner, is going to wrap up our show today and talk about why Nevada's trending red and what it could mean for the 2024 election. We'll have that right after these messages. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back, everybody. While the U.S. Virgin Island Republican presidential caucuses are taking place tonight, yes, that's tonight, but most eyes remain on the great state of Nevada. Former president and current 2024 GOP frontrunner is looking for a huge caucus victory in order to be 3-0 to zero in early voting states as he prepares to take on Nikki Haley in her home state of South Carolina. And our next guest, We'll also be on the ballot later this year in the Silver State. Dr. Jeff Gunter was President Trump's ambassador to Iceland and currently maintains his dermatology practice while running for U.S. Senate. And he joins us now to give us a live look from the grounds of the Nevada caucuses. Dr. Gunter, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, you guys. Just great to be here. Love being on your show and you're making a difference in America. So oh, congrats. You. We we love having you on. And, and the latest I saw with respect to uh, 538, I think that President Trump was at 48 and Joe Biden was at 40. Do you think that that's going to hold as far as the margin tonight? Uh, or reflective of that with Republicans? Absolutely. I think it's even going to go further. Let's face it. For all your viewers, for you guys, for all of America, the truth matters. And they see what's going on with Joe Biden. We all saw, you know, the actual notes from the DOJ's investigation right. into his uh, poor handling of the TSSCI documents. And really what they found is that he's mentally incompetent. And not only is he mentally incompetent, he's dangerous. And why is he dangerous? Look at the border, a complete disaster with uh, Ali Mayorkas and uh, fentanyl and crime and everything coming across. Inflation creates dangers. Afghanistan was a disaster. So everyone knows and longs for the days of Donald J. Trump. And uh, for that reason, uh, really, Nevada is Trump country. And we're going to see it with the Great Caucus tonight. Uh, Donald Trump's going to be victorious. And we're all going to be rooting him on tonight at the Treasure Island Hotel. So it's going to be fantastic. That's going to be a fun event. We're going to have some live coverage of it here later in the network. Uh, sir, you were the first one to tell us that Trump was rising in Nevada. That's before we had any polling. You knew it. You had the ground yeah. intelligence. I think a lot of people were shocked when Nikki Haley showed up solo on the ballot and lost to none of the above by a, a stunning number of points. Uh, what message were Nevadans trying to send to Nikki Haley with that vote? You know, the reality is she's looking like somewhat of a political grifter at this point. I really can't understand why she's still in the race. 
And all of us here in Nevada, by voting none of the above, sent her a clear message that it's time for her to pull out and let's galvanize behind the greatest president we've had since Abraham Lincoln. She gave it a try. She probably went through a lot of donor money, but now's the time for her to step away. My question is, is who does she call to concede to? Does she call none of the above and, and concede the race to him? <laughs> it's a tremendous hard call to make. You know, we all remember Donald Trump talking about, you know, in the race in 2016, going like 1%. How do you get 1%? And it's even more mind-boggling to think, had you lost to none of the above? That's that's a yeah. whole new standard that, uh, yeah, that sure we're witnessing. And, and look, at, I'm a physician here in Nevada. I talk to patients every day. I knew it a long time ago. I know it now. Look, you guys are constantly interfacing with uh, Americans across the country. They love Donald Trump. They long for the days. They long for the safety. They long for a country when we had a border. And that's why he's surging. And uh, you also saw the results of all the uh, of all the March events. I mean, the Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday events are going to be just steamrolling over everyone. And uh, Donald Trump will. Uh, will be the nominee and he will take down Joe Biden and he will be victorious here in Nevada as well. Sir, I want to ask you, um, last time I was in Nevada was I was in Reno sometime of last year. And I think that inflation had hit about 12 or 13 points cumulative. And the, the topic on the mind of a lot of Nevadans was uh, inflation and the economy. It's hit Nevada uh, to an outsized degree, I think, compared to a lot of other states. But Immigration still reigns supreme. We saw the debacle in the Senate with that bipartisan border bill, although I would argue it was just a foreign aid bill that got scrapped and, you know, failed impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. For for those failures, does that drive Nevadans to the polls even more on the basis of immigration? A hundred percent. And I think Nevadans agree with you completely, uh, Amanda. That was not an American border bill. That was a Ukrainian border bill. That was purely for Zelensky with something like 60 billions of dollars. And when you're here in Nevada, and for instance, we're hosting the Super Bowl, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be unbelievable. But we have to pay attention to human trafficking issues. We have to pay attention to fentanyl. We have to pay attention to crime. And all those open borders and things created by uh, Joe Biden add additional pressure here on something that's going to be a fantastic event. When you go to fill up your car, everyday Nevadans see that when Joe Biden took over, gas prices nearly doubled. The cost of just your average groceries have gone up 25, 40%. So when you are a Nevadan here working every day, playing by the rules, and you see, to be quite honest, crooked Joe Biden step in and raise your gas prices, raise your prices at the grocery store, and flood your border with people, flood your state with crime and fentanyl and everything else, you're not happy. And you know what you're going to do? You're going to vote him out. And that's what we're going to do here in Nevada come uh, come November, for sure. And uh, that's why they're going to elect me also the next senator from Nevada as well, because they see that rubber stamp Rosen, rubber stamp Jackie Rosen, 93% of the time has been a complete rubber stamp for Joe Biden. And Nevadans are sick of it. They've had enough. Hmm. And uh, we're going to make a change. And we're going to lead this big red wave right across the country. All right, folks, that wraps up the Sunday Brunch edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. I'm so grateful that everybody could join us today. A big thank you to all of our guests. And it was quite a lineup. Congressman Rich McCormick, Eli Crane, and Andy Beggs, Dr. Jeff Gutner, the Senate candidate in Nevada, and, of course, 
Derek Malt, Sr., the great former DEA operations chief, special operations chief. That's a heck of a lineup. I'm so grateful for their engagement today on this very important show. All right, folks. Also, be sure to go check out that incredible offer from Factor Meals. Factormeals.com slash JustNews50. Use the JustNews50 promo code. Get half off your order. That is one heck of a deal. All right. We'll be back on Monday with regular programming. CPAC is right around the corner. Matt Schlapp will join us on Monday. You're not going to want to miss that. Until then, God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. I hope you're spending this Sunday blessed by family and friends and maybe some good weather too. Some places having a little bit of spring weather. That's not too bad. All right. We'll see you on Monday. God bless you. Have a great night. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.